Hey everyone, welcome back to On the Fence Movie Reviews. This is Real Talk. Hey guys, how's it going? I am Adrian. I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Rob and uh and I'm Daniel. So yeah. <laughs> it was been a, we've it's been a weird two weeks. It's been a hectic two weeks, so I forgive the mishap of repeating your name a few times. I'm just gonna hold it like this. That there works. You there you go. <laughs> okay. Because I notice when you guys tap, it does like it picks up the noise. Oh so, yeah. okay. Well then. Adrian does a lot of tapping. Whatever. So, uh, what are we going to talk about today? I guess uh, let's just address the elephant in the room. Um, COVID-19. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were talking about me. You want to be the host? <laughs> I thought you were talking about me being the elephant in the room. I was oh, going to say. Wow. So. No, I would never call you an elephant, Rob. More of a husky bear. Probably. Yeah. COVID-19, or right. betterly, better, more commonly known as the Corona. coronavirus. It's really changed our lives in a lot of ways, especially here. This channel being a movie-based channel, it, yes. Um, you know, from the last time we we were things were being moved around to a week later, basically, you know, oh, we're gonna maybe bring down the attendance to maybe fifty percent capacity. To now, this week, all theaters and and entertainment venues, everything like that, just being. Com- completely closed amc put out a statement they're going to be closed anywhere between six to 12 weeks which yeah. is a really long time and you know it's just a re- really strange fascinating time that we live in so. we're in a uh, unprecedented time right now when it comes yes. to the uh, movie industry uh, whether it's you know the actual movie industry or fans such as us who have uh movie related channels and just yeah. people who like to go to the movies can no longer go to the movies yeah, right now. It's a tough time. It's um, very weird. It is because not only has this virus affected, you know, obviously the movie industry, but our personal lives too, um, with the work and everything. So it's been a yeah. lot has happened, yeah. to say the least, yeah, <laughs> since I mean, we last talked. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm stuck at home. My wife's stuck at home. Uh, <laughs> the kids are all stuck at home. So we're just kind of like twiddling our thumbs, trying to figure out what to do. I mean, mm-hmm. you can only watch. So much Netflix before you start going a little crazy. That's true. I uh, <laughs> I'm going through withdrawals, not being able to go to the gym. So, uh, yeah, I don't have kids, so, so I don't have to worry about. Packing on a few pounds. Yeah, I am. Pa- I've gained. Back. I yeah, think I've gained pack. probably like five pounds in the past. You got two gains weeks. in a different kind of way. Yes, exactly. I've yeah. gained the gains. So wow. Well, I mean, so I mean, one of the things that I. I that I would like to talk about is is the effect of it on the industry going okay. forward. Is what is it going to look like when everything reopens and we're allowed to? Everything kind of comes back. You know, what are the studios' responses? Because now we've seen the responses of you know today they dropped on VOD the Hunt and Emma and um, Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Uh, Disney dropped onward out of nowhere. They, nobody, I was not expecting that so so soon. Onward right. to VOD and then uh, Disney Plus in two weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, so so 
there's been constant talk, um, you know, again, reading an article uh, about this and how it, it'll have an effect on the movie industry, which because after having a record-breaking year at the box office last year, the, the cinemas, this year they were already expecting it to be a pretty low year. Okay. Without the, before the, the virus, now it's like, it's probably going to be one of the lowest on record in recent memory. So, you know, what does that look like? I mean, do the do the studios start releasing a lot of their smaller films? Do they start releasing all their films on, on VOD? I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Like, Danny? Um, I mean, they're put in a tough situation, so it's kind of like whatever they're going to do, they're going to lose money. Um, and... It's just like I, me personally. I think they have to. They have to release it on digital to make some money back because who knows how long this like lockdown or whatever. At least well in LA because we're pretty much sort we're of almost, in lockdown. Yeah, we're almost on lockdown. We're, no, we are on <laughs> lockdown. I'm at your house, so we're not on lockdown. <laughs> we're on. It's better to be at home we right actually, now. We actually let you out of the room. So <laughs> <laughs> someone so. opened the door and I walked out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It just got real. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, this can go a couple of ways. I mean, you know, when when the theaters start to reopen, I mean, you could see actually a huge spike in numbers just because people are, you know, they want to get want, out. Yeah, they, they, they want to get they're out. Itching to go somewhere, but over time, you know. Depending on how these VOD sales go and all that, what you know, the studios might just say, you know, let's just start releasing online and, and then saving our theaters for major major blockbuster films like a Black Widow or a Star Wars film or something like that. You know, uh, I mean, I I understand that. I just don't. Okay, for first, I think I have a lot of concerns just with this whole thing going on <laughs> when it comes to the movies. Um, one concern is that I'm worried about those smaller theaters not like a regal or amc like them being shut down that right. we're not gonna be yeah. able to get to them when yeah when whenever this is done um they might be shut down that's what i'm one thing i'm concerned about because right. yeah we typically go to bigger theaters but it's always nice to hit a smaller theater once in a while for the movie that you're not gonna get at an amc yeah um also i i don't feel like because we see a lot of well at least from what i'm seeing i see a lot of movies being oh we're gonna wait till we're gonna this is coming out next year um or this is you know kind of um you know they're not even moving the the release date they're just oh we're holding off on announcing when we're gonna release it and i don't think once when this when this is all said and done that they're just gonna be like okay well you know everyone's gonna want to go to the theater let's just start dropping movie after movie after movie because there's still movies that are slotted to come out in August, and you're not going to yeah. get a quiet place isn't just going to be like, okay, well let's throw it somewhere in August because you know the you know people theaters have and movies have their slots of when they're supposed to come out each year, and I just really don't think a lot some of those movies are from the same company and they're not going to eat each other alive that way because that would I feel like that would be bad business, and I also think to just release everything on demand, I also think. Maybe they're not going to get their money now, but if we hold it off, like no one realistically, like no one's going to make money right now. Even if you do, it's going to be very little. 
So why not hold it off until you know for sure that people are going to go out and spend money to watch your movie? Well, I, th- I think that's more to my point, right? What I'm saying is that they have these other films, like what you're saying, they're slotted for the future. But the films that they're going to move back, like they Universal already moved right. uh, Fast and Furious, Fast 9 to next year because they figure that's a big money maker for them. Yeah. So when films are, are, are that big... Obviously, you're going to make more money by releasing in theaters. But these other films like uh, Emma, right? Um, even, you know, The Hunt, Invisible Man. Like, these are, are smaller releases to where they're going to, you know, it's maybe it's better to just release it VOD. And I think that's the concern, is that you have these smaller releases right. that are just going to go straight to VOD. And we're only going to have Fast and the Furious, Marvel, DC and you know star wars or whatever in theaters and that's and that's the concern i have right going forward is is this you know is this what's going to happen they're going to look at it and they're going to look at the numbers and say well you know what it's it's basically even so we might as well just save ourselves the money of having to pay for advertisement and all this other stuff to get it in theaters and let's just drop it on vod and i i think that's the concern you know because for me I love going to the movie theaters. It's my favorite thing to do. And, you know, I prefer seeing a movie, no matter how small. I prefer seeing it in the um, theater yeah. room. You know, and, and you know, but that's just me. I'm, I know I'm in the minority in that one because I talk to a lot of people, you know, coworkers and just random people that, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't really like, you know, because, you know, they don't like the content. Or, you know, a lot of the times it's just like, well, you know, I just, I'd rather just watch it from the comfort of my home, you know, and, and again, I think streaming has a lot to do with that, you know, I mean, you look at the numbers, um, this um, last year, I believe they were already up um, like 13% in terms of uh, streaming services, okay. you know, so they're on the uptrend, you know, so more and more people are staying home you know cutting the cord watching their streaming services and they're talking about oh i just figured you know i like that experience but i'd rather just you know buy a big tv a surround sound system and then watch my movies at home and so i don't know it's hard to say where this this thing is going i feel bad for the exhibitors yeah because you know i have friends that work in the industry and they're not for these major chains like an amc or regal and you know i think about them i think about their future i think about you know what what's gonna happen you know i don't know yeah it's tough times um i mean you guys kind of pretty much hit the nail on the head so i mean i really that's what i try to do when i come in here is whack nails on the head <laughs> why are you even here then <laughs> he's man adrian you're the worst um well i mean like i i, I agree with what you're saying like you know you were, were worried about like um the the smaller movie theaters yeah. and how they're gonna so even uh because i watched a lot of um what's his name john campia um, yeah um I watched one of his videos and even like people were saying like uh, some analysts were saying like even the bigger chains like how are they going to even last so I mean like yeah. as far as like AMC you know well stuff. again because the, the, the exhibitor industry as a whole has been struggling mm-hmm. so they've been trying to do whatever and that's the thing that I always tell people I go it's not just the theaters themselves I mean because yeah. the theaters are doing their part they're putting in you know Dolby Cinema IMAX or they're, they're putting in recliner chairs they're offering you know um, food and alcohol beverages to, to try to enhance the experience yeah, at the, the viewing, theaters viewing pleasure. Um, and they're doing what they can to try to get people in they just added the subscription services the amc a-list and then the regal with their unlimited um you know both for about equal prices and you know you can go to the movie theaters as often as you want and that sort of thing and 
you know, if they're trying to get people to come back, I think honestly it comes back down to uh, content and availability of content. And, and so those are the things too, because, you know, I also think it's pretty exp- I mean, for a family, I don't have kids, but for a family of four, I think it's pretty expensive to go to a theater. Well, yeah, you especially when tickets anywhere. are like fifteen bucks a person, and then yeah. you're not just buying a ticket; you're buying popcorn for four, you're buying candy for four, you got to have sodas for four. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're, you're like, spending you know you know buck buck twenty. Yeah, you know, coming yeah. out and and for a movie you may or may not like, and so that's the thing too. So a lot of times, you know, people will save it for date night, and they go like once a month, if even that. You know, and and again, that's why it goes back to those big blockbuster films because those are like the must see yeah. content. So you have, you know, Avengers: Infinity War or Endgame. That was the must see film. You had to see the conclusion, so everybody went to go see that one. You know, you had to see what it was all about. You had to see the end of Star Wars saga, as poor as it may have been. You didn't have to see the ending to that. Yeah, but you had to see how it was. <laughs> for those of us that were holding out hope that it might still be good and, and salvage everything. You, you know, you had to go see it. But again, that's to the point, right? You yeah, go and you're watch right. It, you no, you're right. You spent all that money. Yeah. And it was like, that sucked, you know? And yeah. it was kind of like, you know, so again, I, I think that's why, you know, there's I feel like, kind of a downtrend. I years. mean, I feel like I agree with you, but also I, my, my mindset, uh, or as far as my, the way I think, I think, I feel like I think a lot of times negative about things, but I try to make myself think positive. And I just think maybe this will force movie the movie industry and the theater industry to kind of i guess i don't not remarket themselves but maybe it'll teach not teach i'm just like i'm trying to think of a way to say where maybe the movie industry will be like okay we don't need to spend you know a million a hundred million dollars on doing this when we can cut that down maybe this will kind of like show them they'll have to they obviously everyone has to kind of adjust to what's going on right now yeah well again and and that's the thing too like you look at films that can be viable and can make money you look at a film like get out right they cost them like i forget how much it was like like maybe 17 right they made like well over like two three hundred dollars or even even more recently uh, recently the invisible man i think that was like somewhere it's like eight million yeah eight million eight million dollars and all this money you know Again, it's it's thinking small to, to get better gains. But again, the only things that, you know, in this time that really make money are comic book films and horror films, you know, because that's what people go out to see. And, you know, because, you know, the comic comic book fans will go watch that film. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, the reason why horror films make money is because they cost, like, practically less next to nothing. It costs, like, five to seven million dollars. And make, you can get and a you good can get horror movie. a bigger movie. return. Yeah. That's why we continue to get horror films good and bad mostly bad but um, hey 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 you know i mean look at joker they spent like 55 million to make um just to make and they made like a billion dollars worldwide yeah but i feel like that's not i mean you had that was all i feel like that was directing and well yeah but again but again the the point is is that you know you have to make a good product yes yes to get people to come out because if that thing was hot garbage would not have made any money and and again but the idea is you know make films for less you know you don't need these massive budgets to because i think that's you know the thing about hollywood as well is that it's it's a you know copycat industry well they're doing this so we need to do yeah, that they spend 100 you know, million they we gotta spend, spend 100 we gotta million spend money like for instance the film i'm concerned about 
that's supposed to come out is uh, the Villeneuve's new film Dune, oh, okay. which is is, an, is a kind of a cult classic from the older one, a popular book, and and I I really love his directing. I love Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine. I thought that was a phenomenal film. Never no, watched it. Exactly. Nobody went and watched yeah, it. Sorry, it's a good one. They spent they spent like practically three hundred million dollars to make that film and get that out, and nobody no watched, watched it. it. I don't even think they broke even. And yet somehow they're going to give him more money again to go make this Dune film, which I think will probably do somewhere in the same ballpark of what, you know, 2049 did. Yeah. You know, it's probably going to be great, but who's going to go watch it? You know, it, so it, it's it's just an interesting thing because, you know, we got these movies coming out. People aren't watching as much. People aren't going as much. And, and so, um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's 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 it saddens me because I, I tell people, oh, this is a great movie, but they don't want to go. Yeah and, yeah, and it's like so. How do we get people to go? Like I said, theaters are doing their part. They're trying to get people to come. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 get the A list and and then unlimited. Both are, are I think twenty three ninety nine or whatever it is, which is a pretty phenomenal deal. Like if, I mean, yeah. if you go like once or even twice, it pays, it pays for, for itself. itself. Even yeah. like you know one ticket here in LA is cl- anywhere close to about eighteen bucks, right? Right. Yeah. You know, A list you can go. IMAX, Dolby, 3D, no extra charge. You know, you see it once. You know, if I go to the Universal City Walk AMC over there, oh, yeah. which is like the, the price is yeah, like, it's 20, like, 25 like, like 25 bucks, yeah. it pays for itself after you just one ticket. You know, and so it's like I try to I try to share that. Like, yeah, get the subscription thing. It's pretty cheap. It's, it makes sense. You know, if you like movies, uh, I don't want to do that. Like, but if, I feel like I feel like those people who are who don't want to go to the movies anymore. I feel like they have the Netflix, they have the Disney Plus, they have Apple TV, they have Hulu, they have all the stuff that they're already paying for, and they're like, I don't want to pay for another subscription for something, <laughs> yeah. especially when it's I have all these other movie options. Yeah. So that's another thing that I feel sadly to say is kind of killing the theater industry, um, is all the streaming. Do you we feel? Can do. do you feel like? Because um, pretty much like nowadays movies uh, go on uh, VOD pretty soon like uh like after three months because i don't know if you remember back in the day it would well, take almost take yeah, a, month, a year wait, like, almost a whole year well, that's, uh, so that's, i don't know uh, that's the deal that the uh, studios have with a lot of the exhibitors is that if you're gonna if we screen your film it, they have to have like a 90-day window before it can be released on vod right so they usually wait for that three that three months and then they and then and then they drop it that's the big reason why a lot of the exhibitors don't want to play ball with uh, netflix because netflix is basically we want to we want to screen it, but then we want to drop it, you know, on 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 uh, on our streaming service basically the same day, and so. You know, movie. Oh, I'm this, a little. This, oh, go ahead. This died real quick. You guys keep talking. So. Oh, okay. Oh, the camera died. Yeah. Oh. Well, the yeah, the stupid thing. But Way to go. Um, Relax. Yeah, it's chill. No, well, one thing I'm, I guess, uh, a little upset about. Not upset. I was just kind of disappointed is I was really looking forward to Trolls World Tour, like watching that in the theater well, and yeah, how because awesome it, because that would it, be. Well, yeah, and you think about that film, like, which probably would get a, you know, a... Uh, you know all the parents are going to well, take their kids well, to see Well, then it would movie. probably get a Dolby screening. Yes. Uh, screen. So, and again, it's a film that's that's built around music. Right. So it would be a good film to see in theaters with a the, with the great sound system. Yes. And, you know, and you're not going to get that. No. 
That's no, why. I, and that's, that's why I people. Kinda... I've been to people's houses where they have these really sick setups and stuff like that. It's still not the same thing. Oh no, I ha- yeah. I've, I feel it's like not. I have. Never I have a really same. good. Uh, I have a huge TV. I have a really good surround system, and that you know, throw me in a theater anytime. I'll take that. So I mean, that I don't for theater people. I feel like there's nothing that compares to watching a movie, especially like in Adobe or an IMAX. Well, yeah, and 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 also too, I think it's it's. You know, it's a changing of uh, the guard. The guard, I guess, because you got these younger people that are kind of coming up now yeah. and, and out of high school into into college. Danny, the, they're not even, <laughs> uh, they're not even considered millennials anymore. I think they're considered what are they Gen Z? You know, yeah, Generation Z. And and I would say that this generation didn't really grow up the way we did growing to the movie theater and having that same yeah. that same experience. So they're they a lot of them have kind of grown up watching their stuff at home. Yeah. Well, on on DVD and then you know and and then even you know now streaming grew up with Netflix. Well, like like I said though, like I feel like it, it's kind of they're kind of hurting themselves because like three months is it, it goes by really quick. Like yeah, like you see a movie in movie theaters and all of a sudden it, like three months pass by and you're like oh it's already on digital. So like if people, I feel like people like they're like oh like yeah we might as well wait till it's on digital you know which won't be that long. Whereas back then, it's like, man, if I don't get to see, if I don't see it in theaters, yeah, I'm not gonna see it for another year. It. Yeah, I'm not gonna see it for like a yeah, whole year. And then you know, I, you know, that's that's my take on it. That's it's kind of like I said, they're kind of hurting themselves when they release it three months after it's been in theaters. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's really strange times, man. Like I, I really hope that theaters stay around and not just for the for the big big films. But yeah. But for, for all films, because I think all films deserve to be screened on on a big screen, you know, and get that cinematic adventure feel. Yeah, well, that's what worries me about the whole thing. It's like once this is all goes away, this whole virus thing, like will theaters go back to it to the way they were? Yeah, or will they even open their doors again? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the thing is, I was actually reading earlier today that how the um, National Association of uh, Theater Owners, um, um, sometimes called NATO, they actually were kind of requesting a, a bailout from the government and the Trump administration that they needed the money to kind of keep from going under, you know. And so, I, I you know, I, I really do. I really hope that you know this kind of gets resolved quickly. The theaters can get back up, not just because I want to see movies again, but because. I know there's a lot of good people that work there, even yeah. the young people that are working the concession stands, the box office, they're cleaning the theaters, that rely on these uh, jobs. You know, that's their livelihood too, and and you know, and I do my best to support. This is me just taking a shot in the dark here, but I feel like once this is all done, I I honestly think the theaters they're gonna get a like a big boom from everyone just coming out and wanting to be. Apart. Well, yeah, I think there's definitely that longing um, for a communal experience. Yeah. And I think that that will probably happen. But I think can the question is, is can they sustain that before everybody kind of gets over it and just kind of goes back? I mean, remember, last time I could think of was, um, you know, 9-11, right? It happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like this, even where, every, where no. everything was completely was down. It, it like closed down for like a day or two, and then everybody was like, okay, we need to not given the fear we need yeah. to let this beat us and everybody kind of pulled together people were a lot more friendly and more yeah. kind and everything like that but after a while 
People aren't really we, friendly now. I got yelled at in the parking yeah, lot today. Yeah, we got to... So. They, they really? go back to the yeah. way what we happened? were. So. <laughs> Tell us your story, Rob. <laughs> I pulled up to... After I left Best Buy, I pulled up to Dick's Sporting Goods. And uh, I saw some guy, like, walk from the door. So I just asked him. I was like... Uh, in my car, I was like, hey, buddy. Like, are they open? And he was like, the parking lot's empty. What do you think? And I was just like, whoa. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm just asking. I seen you walk from the door. He's like, no, they're closed. And he just got in his door and dro- got in his car and drove away. Wow. I was like, man, this guy was really happy. And, and, well, that, yeah, it's trying times right now. Yeah. People are getting <laughs> getting a little anxious and yeah. agitated. Just remember, people, you got to be kind to each other. It's, it's hard because, yeah. like, uh, to be honest, I was getting in that mood the other day, um, like right when like the whole uh, stocking up of stuff happened. Yeah. Um, I think it was like last Friday or whatever. Uh, I it was couldn't, last I couldn't, Friday. I couldn't find any diapers or wipes for my oh, kids. Oh yeah, I hear you, man. And, I don't have kids, but I hear you. And um, usually when I'm driving, I'm not like I don't have road rage, but I was like, you know. Oh yeah, because you're, you're, you're trying to defend for the defenseless like people are driving slow i'm like like what are you doing idiot you know like and it's so i mean that's the that's the times that we're kind of in right now like just getting frustrated you know trying to find the things that we need essentials but um i hear you yeah so it's 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 crazy crazy out there um yeah it just oh man i hear you danny well guys (laughs) what do you think about all this? Do you think movie theaters will survive? Do you think they'll go away? Do you think no. they'll be somewhere like in the middle with no. just big movies and that's it? Um, and also, do you think we should be nicer to each other? Yeah. Don't yell at people. Let us know. Don't yell at people. Yeah. Also, um, let's just give a brief update on our channel because obviously movie theaters are kind of closed and um, not kind of they are. And um, no new films are really going to be dropping for a while. Some on VOD, but we'll do our best to, to watch those and review those. But yeah. um, we just started a new series, which is called uh, Retro Review. Oh, yeah, that's right. We just did that. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you just sprung this on us right now, so you didn't tell me you were going to do this. So, well, yeah. we're, so we're going to be reviewing uh, okay. some uh, older films. Um, yeah. When I say older, I don't mean like 1940s and 50s. It, we, although we might, we although might Adrian would enjoy that. I was about to say, if it was up to him, he'll go way back in the 1920s. <laughs> I will pull out he, some silent films. He, he, would, he would want us to review Citizen Kane and, yeah. right, and Gone that. with the Wind. and We could do that as well. <laughs> um, you know, and so, but like probably around like, 10 years or older so yeah. so we have some modern classics and then like the classic classics and and we're going to review those for you guys and we're going to drop yeah. those so make sure you have your notification button on so you yeah. can click that and thing. then uh, watch them uh when well, we forgot we forgot you uh we're going to do another one for like every friday do you want to mention that oh, oh yeah <laughs> so, so we also have a given that we have a resident horror expert and his series is going to be called Dude, I don't even remember. It was like uh oh Slashback Friday. Yeah, Slashback Friday. Friday. Yeah. So every That was Danny's idea. It was actually well, Adrian's idea. Actually, but... it was my idea. Any great whatever. idea that comes out of this channel is from Danny. <laughs> anyway, Rob will be reviewing uh classic horror films in his like horror pick of the week. So yeah. you guys mm-hmm. that are those uh horror fiends and ones who can't get enough of it. 
<laughs> Why don't you tune in to watch what uh, Rob has to say about these films, and we're gonna. And I have a lot to say. So there you go. So we have those. So, so again, just make sure you have your notification button on, so you can uh, watch right away whenever all this new content uh, drops. And if you guys have any suggestions, just uh, why don't you comment down yes. below? And let us know what you think, uh, as far uh, what, as like what yeah, we may. What? Uh, review what we yeah. may, what topics you may want us to cover and or just even critiques like how Adrian talks too long <laughs> stuff like that um, yes yeah. we do need suggestions not only for well I'm pretty sure Rob's has, has a, a a long list of flashback movies yeah but as far as the I'm retro open I'm open yeah as far as the retro uh, reviews if you guys have any suggestions let us know in the comments and uh, um, yeah well Adrian go ahead and you can close it out you know <laughs> I was about to close it out too. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> you should have. You're already there. Just park the car, Daniel. Yeah. All right. I guess I will. So, anyways, guys, thanks for watching and listening on uh, iTunes and uh, Spotify. And uh, why don't you comment down below and let us know about any of the topics that we covered today. And as well as, uh, don't forget to click like, subscribe, share, comment down below and let us know what you thought. As I just said that before. And also follow us on social media, yes. on, on Instagram, on On the Fence Movie Review. Mm -hmm. And remember, we'll catch you on the fence. <laughs>